Fans. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. back. Welcome back. Like we never left because we never lived. You know what I'm saying? But this is the other side with Ijilay Fair. I think we're gonna sing. <laughs> like yes. I think we're gonna sing. Mm. When you said fair, I'm like they are not ready for that. Oh yeah, they're, they're not ready for the vocals. Not at all. You're gonna. I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> but no, this okay. is the other side of Fair with your host, Corey Day and Shola. Um, and yeah, we're going to get into it straight. How was your week? My week has been very good. Oh, very blurs. You said very what now? Blurs. Let me tell <laughs> one more time. you about Jesus. One more time, one more time. Blurs. You're it. You know. You're it. He is a... <laughs> If you don't know them, you like do us. You get, get to know, to know them. them. You he get to know them. What I call my guy, you know, he really shocked me on Thursday. Oh my goodness, he really did the thing. But you know what? It taught me, yeah. It taught me that in life, just go and find Christ. No, no honestly speaking, no jokes aside. Like we need Jesus. <laughs> Not even just for the blessings and the open doors, but no, God is just different. He's just different. But yeah, how was your week? Um, my week was good too. My week was good too. I feel like it's funny how we both got interesting information on that same Thursday. That was just like, oh wow. Like it was just like unexpected good news. And literally <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like really being in Christ, and I think you said more than just, you know, the blessings and the breakthroughs or whatever. I don't know, man. But just being in Christ is just literally the only way. Like, it it, it seems, you know, people who are not in Christ, it, it looks like, they're living it up and just, you know, enjoying and definitely having the blessings and the open doors too. But I don't know, there's a work in you that Christ does where it's just like your heart just, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just, I think for me more than the breakthroughs, it's just the work that God does in, in the hearts of his kids. It's just like, yeah, man, if you don't know God, get to know him because honestly, it's sweet over here. It's really, it's really, it's really, really sweet over here, but. It actually just dropped in my heart. So I have a friend and I actually want like just to pray for him real quick. You guys can pray for him too. Unfortunately, I can't give too much details, but the prayer is that God's will be done if he wants him to come home. Um, I think that it's getting sticky for him. Mm-hmm. And I just pray that, you know, depression and all that extra does not overtake him, regardless of what the results are. But Heavenly Father, we just come before you in this moment. And Lord, I just want to submit his situation to you. And I just ask, oh Lord, that your will be done. I pray and I ask that every door that needs to be opened, every help that needs to be rendered concerning his situation, I pray and I ask, oh Lord, my God, that you will rise up for him on his behalf. And if it's your will that it doesn't turn out the way he desires, I pray, Father God, that you will prepare that path for him emotionally, mentally, and physically as well. And on all sides, I just decree and declare that it is well with him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Pray for him as well. I know I can't say his name and I can't say too much, but again, the prayer point is, 
one, let God's will be done, and two, that he comes home. Whichever home that is, I just pray, Father God, that his feet will land where you want him to be in Amen. the name of Jesus. And he'll be okay with it. And he'll be fine he'll with be it. Fine. Yeah. But yes, mm. now we can get into the topic of the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, today we're talking about worldly wisdom and godly wisdom. Um, so I think just starting, you know, I guess just starting, it would be the definition of worldly wisdom and godly wisdom. And I think when I was not, I think when I was doing my research on it, um, just to summarize, it says worldly wisdom is having, um, practicing self-desire, um, just going into the world and going into places and just meeting people and all you're thinking about is self, like how, what makes you happy, what makes you feel good about yourself, like just basically walking and practicing self-desires. Whereas godly wisdom um, is selflessness, like you're practicing or you're walking in the lights of not being selfish, not having certain characteristics where the world would deem foolish, sorry, um, you know, being being meek, being patient, all of those extra stuff, like that in itself is godly wisdom from what I got. When so you, I wanted to, I'm so sorry, I wanted to share mine as well. Yeah. Um, from what I got, godly wisdom um, is the kind of wisdom that comes from the very heart of God. Mm-hmm. It is considerate. You have strength and power, but you have them under control so that when you have the opportunity to hurt somebody, you won't do it. Godly wisdom is submissive. Worldly wisdom is experienced in the ways of the world. Worldly wisdom appeals to the senses and the emotions. It always follows your heart. But God's wisdom says in Jeremiah 17 verse 9 that the heart is deceitful above all. Wisdom in its totality Mm -hmm. is the ability to use knowledge. Okay, so, and I like where you, actually, I like how you ended. Um, I guess just for definition purposes, off the top of your dome, what would you say knowledge is? Knowledge is information. Okay, and then I think the last thing you said was something about using knowledge. So wisdom is what? Wisdom is you, the use of the knowledge that you That you have acquired. Mm-hmm. So I guess um, just comparing the definition that you broke down and I said with worldly wisdom and um, godly wisdom, how would you say, because there was a time when we were in the world, right? There was a time, please. I've never <laughs> when, been dead. When they brought you, you were straight I have never been there. You've never been in the world, babe. No, baby. What was happening in 2022? I don't know. I wasn't there. Oh, so from bed to 2024, that's, that's how it happened for you? You didn't go through 2022? What happened in 2022? All the parties and the clubs. I wasn't there. <laughs> so I was I was doing I'm a piano by myself. I'm a piano by yourself, man. Ah, you see children, how they children of God how they say they, they clone people. people. Like, yeah? They are cloning people. You went to go and find a clone because it wasn't me. From birth till today, I have been in the Lord. You have not been in the world. Never in my Lord. So all them times in college when Who you were doing 
Which college did you go? Oh, so how did you do it? The job that you're working right now, you cannot work that job without. Degree. I say, which college did you go to? The one that you went to. You did not go to the college I went to. Gary, you went to two. I only went to one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you so, went to two. I'm talking the one that you did four years. I'm talking the one yeah, that yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this girl wants to lie about her past. <laughs> she wants to lie to yes. you. Yes. Just let it's okay. The Otis opposed way. Exactly. But Otis was have become what? Nude. Nude. So back then, he's a non-existent. The present, he's existent. You see how God healed that guy, the leopard, the leopard I guy, and either. he told him, he said, carry your mat yes. and sin no more. You know what that, you know what that means? Basically, have an understanding of what it is that you have done, but do them no more. Yes. You, you are ignoring it. I'm not ignoring it. I tell you, it never happened. Ah, I can't <laughs> ignore something that did not happen. What happened? Next question, please. So, no, what that lady? She said. She said. She said. Next question, please. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> it's like, bro, are you kidding? Sorry. <laughs> Okay, there was a time I don't give a crap what she says. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time we both, so the both two of us, <laughs> were digging it in the world. Okay, listen, and I ain't gonna hold you without understanding it was a blast. I listen, I'm not gonna be the type that oh, I don't even know what I was doing there. I didn't have a good time. I'm lying, I did. Partying was fun at the time, yes um so without understanding that you have with understand that you have now of godly wisdom what would you say where the coming out of worldly wisdom what would you say were the negative negative impacts in your life that worldly wisdom bestowed upon you at the time before christ did his work your question is how do i feel like worldly wisdom has negatively impacted my life pretty much yeah in the, in the past like how would you say with what you know now and where you are at now the the worldly wisdom that you had not even just off of like partying and stuff but just the ideas and the things that you did that were of the world how did would you say it negatively impacted your life and okay that'll be the next question yeah that part first so i would say the most oh my boo texted me i haven't heard from her in a minute sorry no if you see my face i said who is that one of my my, one of my uh uh what is it should i call her a mentee probably yeah yeah anyways but um i think for me the most impact worldly wisdom has had on me is being very emotionally driven um i think in past relationships so? yeah i think in past relationships significant other and friendships i allowed my emotions to get the best of me so that looked like whether i felt like the person didn't care about me but they didn't really do much to give me that feeling i just always feel like somebody had an issue with me so i stayed to myself right mm -hmm. or in significant other type relationships i would um self-sabotage and i would also be um very manipulative so but on an emotional side mm -hmm. so for example Today, I could be feeling like I'm in love with you. Then tomorrow, I feel like I'm making the biggest mistake in my life. And whatever I was feeling is what led to whatever decision that I made in the mm -hmm. moment. So it was always ups and down, roller coasters. One minute, I want to be with you. Next minute, I don't want to be with you. I never understood what it meant to actually fight or work on a relationship or work through a relationship. I was in and I was out, even with friendships, right? And then also, even with my relationship with God, you know, I think 
I didn't have like a, I didn't have like control over, control over depressive, um, depressed moods and anxiety and all that extra stuff. So that also led to, you know, a period in my life where I was suicidal. I was angry. I was confused, et cetera, et cetera. But all in all, I feel like the, the, the way I expressed my emotions or whatever looked more so like distant. So I just distanced myself from people and from things while I was trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's how I would answer the question. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think answering that question for me, I think I was, I would speak on emotions too, because I think I was very led by my emotions, whereas it was, um, I don't know how to explain it. It was almost like I, I wanted people to read my mind and just do the things that I was feeling. And if somebody moved a certain way or did a certain thing, it's like, it was just off, off of like, oh, this person doesn't like me or this person doesn't care about me. And I would, in the past, I would think like, you know, I'm not moving with the, with the idea or someone doesn't like me because I think like I'm being, I'm being normal. But because I've had an, I think I have an understanding as to how this person is treating me and without communication, of course, I will in return, I just start to, you know, start to distance myself or not, you know, just not act myself or whatever the case may be because of, I feel like this person is moving funny or that person is moving funny. Um... I think another way of worldly wis another way worldly wisdom affected my life. I really didn't have in the past, and I'm still learning right now, but I really didn't have patience for men. Um, being in relationships, I think I will really end it before it even starts. Um, but for whatever reason, I don't know why. And even with that said, it wasn't until it was even done in a worldly way too. So I guess because I did it with my own strength, the opposite, I was able to be patient with friends and have conversations or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, but with men, it was just like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. So I really lacked patience in that area. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what I would say. That's what I would say. Um, I'm trying to think. If there's anything else. Okay. So I, I have a question. Uh-huh. So I think for me, my main questions were basically trying to understand the whole purpose of wisdom, you know, because I feel like when we talk about certain things, especially just coming from the standpoint of a Christian, mm -hmm. the idea is to also gain understanding, but also in a way convince other people to un like believe what we're saying. So if somebody was to ask you, what is the purpose of godly wisdom? What what is so attractive about it? You know, because the world says love only your friends and your family and the people that care about you. Mm -hmm. And those that don't return the favor, forget them. Yeah. Logically speaking, that makes sense. Because if you don't like me, if you don't love me, why am I in your in your face? But godly wisdom says love your neighbor as yourself, but it also talks about loving your enemies right. and praying for them, right. right? And in 
our heads, humanly speaking, that don't make no sense. Because why am I praying for somebody or loving somebody or liking somebody or entertaining anybody that does not mean well for me? Mm-hmm. So if somebody now asks you, okay, so what is the purpose? What 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 is so attractive about this godly wisdom? Why? Why godly wisdom? Um... That's a good question. I would, I think my answer would be, not even I think, my answer would be to see change, you have to be the change. You have to be the, whatever it is that you're trying to see in the world, whatever it is that you're trying to see, even in your own community, you have the passion for it to look a certain way, for something to, you know, look a certain way, then start it. Um, Because I feel like if everybody moves with the mentality of worldly wisdom where it's if this person doesn't like me then i'm never going to talk to them again or the cutoff culture or whatever the case may be this world will be in chaos literally if everybody moves with that identity i'm sorry with not identity i'm sorry without understanding this world that we're living in will be in chaos if you want to see something if you want to be something because then we also would i feel like with that i would also bring in the idea of grace every human being on this earth there is something that you probably don't even like about yourself there is a flaw within you that somebody who the person who even likes you doesn't necessarily like that part of you but still receives you into their life and still receives you into their heart with that you know that part of you that is not all that so begs the question of who are you to then you know dismiss the next man now when i say you use the word enemy enemy is a strong that's the devil (laughs) like that is strong anybody who's against you is an enemy absolutely you're right so it's not just the devil it could be your friends he's that you're the devil too and that's why i said that's it you are enemy you're the devil i don't care friends family you are the devil because that's he's the enemy right period but at the end of the day i don't have to jesus is jesus is so wise i mean he is wisdom yes but you, you don't have to be you don't have to have full access to me in order for me to still love you, in order for me to still pray for you. Because at the end of the day, for us Christians, love in itself is a command. So it's not, a, it's not this one is not, oh, I don't feel like it. I don't, whatever. We're not talking emotions at this point. We're not talking about feelings at this point. It's a command. You, you love regardless. Now, do you have to have intimate access to me? No, you don't. Do I have to share certain parts of my life with you or do you, do you have to see me in a certain light? No, you don't. But that doesn't take away from the fact that I want you to be good. I want you to be okay. I want you to change from whatever bad character that is you know, going on in your head as well. So that would be my answer. All right. So my answer, why godly wisdom? Yeah. Now, godly wisdom, first and foremost, is for anybody who is seeking to be like Christ. So that would be my first answer. Now, if you are somebody who has no idea who Christ is, no idea who God is, and may not even be interested, and your question again is, why godly wisdom? Because the love that you want, the only person that can give it to you unconditionally is God. And in order for you to also give it to people that you care about, and even the ones that you don't care about, is by getting to know him and by getting to know him is understanding his ways and his ways is godly wisdom right now godly wisdom again is an act of love 
And that's why, for example, when scripture says, love even your enemies, it's not because it's saying be buddy, 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 buddy with your enemies, but it is teaching you how to redefine your heart to change your heart posture so that your heart is similar to that of Christ. Mm -hmm. Because Christ, for example, died on the cross, even for those who he knows will never submit to him or would never love him in return. But he did that for the world to be saved. That kind of heart is a heart that can't be explained, is a heart that confuses us. But deep down inside, the love that most, if not all of us are longing for mm -hmm. is the love that only God can give and God can reproduce in the hearts of man. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that is why I say godly wisdom. Godly wisdom makes you look like an idiot. It makes you feel like a fool. Because everything the world tells you not to do, God says to do. Mm -hmm. But God is not putting us in, situa in situations to intentionally make us look like fools. But if you study what true love is, in not in the literal sense, but you know, in some way, shape, or form, it looks foolish. Love says forgive, keep no record of wrong, be patient, be kind. One, going back to keeping no record of wrong. Mm -hmm. That means in relationship, when you hurt me, definitely address it, communicate, because scripture also talks about if your brother offends you, right. Mm -hmm. Go to him or her. Yeah. And if he or she does not, you know, listen, bring somebody else, mm -hmm. you know. So the point is, and scripture also talks about living in peace or doing your best to live in peace with all. Right. So definitely communicate when you have been hurt or when your expectations were not met. Mm -hmm. But after communication, the expectation is to keep no record of wrong. So let it go. Mm -hmm. Right. But the world tells us if you if you play with me, if you're playing with my body, most of us don't even communicate. We just cut people off. Like, I'm not going to tell you what you already know. Right. And then for those who do communicate, the communication is to let you know what you did. But in my heart, I've hardened my heart towards you. Therefore, it messes up the relationship. Therefore, we're no longer friends or partners or whatever the case may be, right? So for me, again, just to sum it up, that is why I would say choose godly wisdom over worldly wisdom. Because I genuinely feel like worldly wisdom actually teaches us how to hate more than love. Mm -hmm. And it teaches us how to harden our hearts mm -hmm. more than soften our hearts, our hearts. Godly wisdom does the complete opposite. And regardless of if you are a believer of Christ or not, the truth of the matter is all of us have a void in our hearts that longs for unconditional love right. and that unconditional love can only again be given to you by god and it can only be reproduced in your heart through god or from god right no yeah that's that's gonna i think just talking about heart posture um i feel like you said in the very beginning where it's if you are looking to be like christ that's the only way it would kind of start to make sense to you to actually choose God, choose godly wisdom and, you know, try to walk in that light in the best of your ability. Because I feel like when you, you know, people always say, oh, follow your heart. And you, you quoted, I actually wrote it down. You quoted Jeremiah um, 17, 9. But it says the heart is very deceitful. But it's like, 
me following my heart is okay this makes me feel good it's all about me at this point so your heart is not even thinking about oh how is this going to affect the next person it's almost like whatever i'm doing as long as it benefits me then i don't really care about the next person but then like i said before if we're all going to live like that in this world it's going to be chaotic like there is no going to be unity there is no going to be oneness and all of those things are from god and that also relates to godly wisdom so yeah some people may even hear that and feel like so when it comes to self right in that moment of you thinking about yourself of course you're not thinking of unity right again you're thinking about whatever it is that you want or that you need in that moment that could benefit you but this is how you know or this is how i believe you can tell that in that moment that feeling or that emotion and not caring about unity is a lie because if somebody in your life thought or behaved the way you did or you do and let's say in a specific situation a friend a family member whoever decided to be selfish in that moment because you are on the opposite end your heart starts to long for or desire unity the oneness yep and that is what births the irritation with that person who in that moment decided to be selfish. Mm -hmm. And that's why I always encourage people to search your heart and really, really sit down with your thoughts and you, your emotions and test it. In the moment of selfishness, it feels strong. It feels convincing. That's what I really want. I don't care about unity. It is what it is. But all of us as human beings, we were created by a being who is all about unity. Yeah. He is a God that is God. He don't need none of us. But at the end of the day, he created us for unity, for oneness, for relationships. And that desire is in every single last one of our, our hearts. But the reason why it's clouded is because we allow selfishness to rule Absolutely. most of the time, right? So again, for me, it's not even just for, for, for believers. For believers, of course, the goal is to be like Christ. So that would be my answer for for that, you know, section of people. But for people who don't even have a relationship with God, you have not even started yet, search your heart. What is your deepest heart's desire? It is to be loved. It is to be seen. It is to come together as one with somebody to make life easier, right? Again, in moments where selfishness may look or feel beautiful, be realistic with yourself all in all that is not what you truly want right but again it's a it's a hard it's a hard fleshly thing to drop or to deny especially again in the moment where you want to please yourself right but again all of us want the same thing love and unity and it's easier to express it and receive it when you're not thinking about self right yeah, I think for me to conclude, the last thing that I'm going to say is just um, if you are ever wondering or you're ever, you know, seeking the, the whys of like, you know, why God and why do I have to almost like, you know, die to myself or, yeah, really, right? so, you know, die to, die to myself in order to live this life or have this thing, you have to understand that in this world, all of us in this world without Christ, our innate nature is to be selfish. But then when you when you experience God, or even before you experience God, I want to experience God, it's like you have that desire of 
I want to be better. And I don't know, I think it's God that puts that within you because I don't think us as humans, we can just desire by ourselves to be better. I think that desire comes from God um, to be good. And with all that, it's just like, once you start to desire to be good, you start to find wisdom in doing things God's way, like doing things in the way of the Lord. And the world would definitely be a better place if every single person, every single person, Applied godly wisdom. The last thing I'm going to say is no matter how hardened your heart has been or become because unfortunate life circumstances happen, no matter how gone you may think you are, whether, you know, there's sadness, bitterness, hatred, whatever in your heart, at the end of the day, all these things stem from a lack of love or somebody loving you the way you were supposed to or you receiving the love the way you were supposed to but all in all the happiness that we want to see in the world the love the healing the forgiveness you know open doors favor blessings uh, what is it poverty going from 90 percent probably dropping to like 10 you know the productivity that we want to see in the world, it starts with you. And again, that is why I say godly wisdom. It can only be done if we all submit and learn how to be wise the way God intended it to be. Mm-hmm. It's not starting with the next man. And I feel like that's the habits that a lot of us human beings get into. We do a lot of reflection on other people's actions and how they need to do this that and the third in order for things to change but no it starts with you start seeking and asking god to change your heart start seeking and asking god to redirect your thoughts your emotions the habits that you've built throughout the years that does not represent light but represents darkness ask god to take the throne of your heart to be at the center of your heart it can only happen through Christ. And that is our belief. It can only happen through Christ. I've experienced it. I'm living it. And I'm not saying it to convince anybody to just be a Christian. I'm saying it to convince everybody to just love. Because that's what we need. And God is love. Christ is love. And anybody, anywhere else that you want to find it, maybe it's going to work for you. But I personally don't feel like it's going to work that way. So again, I'm promoting Jesus. So yeah. Sorry, the last thing, something just dropped in my heart. Um, for anybody who, honestly, everybody, but for anybody who actually does decide to do things God's way, what just dropped in my heart is don't give up. It's not an easy journey. It's not something that happens overnight because the moment you start to want to do things God's way, the enemy comes and attacks is coming left, right, and center. And sometimes it just feels as though it's it worth it. But like I said in the previous video, submitting yourself to Christ is literally not easy, but it's absolutely worth it. So don't give up in the journey. Don't give up in the race. Find community. Find people who are like-minded, people who have gone ahead of you, people who are actually walking alongside you to, you know, support you. And by the grace of God, it would be an amazing, you know, you would come back and testify of the amazing journey that God has put you through. So, again. Well, like we always say, this is other side with Fair. Do not forget to like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, on Spotify, and Apple Pod. Give us a good rating and follow. 
comment let's have a conversation if you guys want to and we would be open to you know talking about whatever whoever anything that you want to talk about not whoever <laughs> who you about to talk about like maybe like bible no people like bible conversations and stuff Girl, like that's not what you say she said whoever she want to gossip i like, sure don't <laughs> but um as you advertise as god will advertise you and thank you guys so much for watching thank See you for watching in the next video Bye-bye. bye bye